This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Just when you thought Facebook couldn't creep into your life anymore, now they, of course, are aiming for your kids. And this has a lot of folks worried uh, because the social media platform has now introduced a messaging messenger app for kids aged 4 to 12. And so far, there have been 45,000 downloads of that app. And I question any parent's sanity of who would give their kids so young such access, access to a feature that, you know, they're not ready for. And, you know, why would you then make it that kids have to be 13 to sign up for Facebook? So you have to be 13 to sign up for Facebook, but this new app you can get when you're just a four-year-old. And I, I don't know why any parent would want to introduce their children to the dark world of social media sooner than they are ready. You want your four-year-old getting access to, to that? No, thanks. Let's bring in Dr. Orn Amate, registered psychologist. You can get him at docamate.com. Hello there, sir. Hello, Alex. Well, I mean, look, it's not even that a four-year-old could even read a messenger, but... What, what, in your view, as someone who has dealt with children and social media, what are the downsides to letting your kids have a social like app on that kind of platform? Uh, okay, first of all, Mark Zuckerberg is desperate for um, you know <laughs> market share. They're losing you know um, I guess p- people to other platforms, so now they're reaching out to the most vulnerable. So is that evil? I'm not quite sure. Uh, I don't want to be sound too cynical, but it's so wrong. And any parent who allows their kid to do this is just a bad parent. Take off the title. You don't deserve it. So why would someone do this? Um, you know, it, there's no good reason they would say, well, maybe they want to talk to grandma or it's fun. You know, they get to these apps now have so many emojis and all these other things that they can do. So mm-hmm. it's just another way to entertain them. But the downfall is that you are basically priming the children to live their lives through social media. Yes, that's how everyone communicates these days. But from such a young age, um, they do not have the wherewithal to deal with all the pitfalls that adults are having trouble with, number one. Number two, you're encouraging them away from face-to-face contact, which we need as human beings, as social animals. We cannot De, you know, de- deny ourselves that type of um, interpersonal exchange any more than we already are. And to start kids from a young age, uh, you're mo- modeling for them that this is the norm and they're going to have even less time or spend less time, be less motivated to hang out with children, to be less physically active. This is disastrous. And again, any parent who would let a four-year-old child use this app and would model such behaviors for them is a horrible parent. Yeah, I mean, look, I I have to limit how much iPad time there is or YouTube. I mean, look, there's a lot out there that they can get into. Um, And if too much and accessible to too much, you know, you're going to do long term damage. 
You are, and we don't know what that damage is, and that's the problem. We already know, like, you know, that um, getting this type of stimulation before bed ruins your sleep cycle. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know that there are other, um, you know, effects on the brain that uh, too much uh, of this... um, exposure is having for teens and for young adults while the brain is still developing. So at such a young age, and once again, I can't stress it enough, you're basically making it a norm for the children. And we don't want to do that. We should be limiting it. It's like, uh, I don't know, it's like having, it's like saying, put a TV in every child's bed at the age of four or in the crib when they're, you know, six months old. Let's do that. It's the same type of idea. What are some of the ramifications? I mean, if you if you kind of expose your, your kids to um, an adult world when they're not equipped, what ends up happening? Well, the fools say that it makes them more socially savvy, that you're just, you know, kind of prepping them. Um, But the reality is, if they're not able to process that information, if they're not able to integrate, if they're not able to modify their schemata of the world, um, you know, to handle all this new information, they're basically going in uh, ill-equipped, and they are going to get themselves into trouble. So, for example, um, they might start uh, engaging in hostile social media interactions. So, sending nasty tweets to each other. Um, You know, they might think it's all in fun at first, but if they do it from a young age, then instead of recognizing that they might be hurting somebody on the other end because it's quote-unquote just a joke, they are, you know, they're thinking that it's just, you know, it's just a humor. It's all in good fun. If everybody's doing it, how can it be bad? That's one. The second one is that you're encouraging them to be, to overexpose themselves. They're going to start sharing things, be saying things at such a young age that they shouldn't be saying or sharing. Um, or, you know, showing pictures or whatever else. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, um, never mind the damage that each kid can do to themselves, but what about the many predators out there who are going to be looking for these kinds of children? And, you know, and just even, even if you just send a a picture of the genitals, just like that, you know, some person decides to try to send something to some kid on Messenger, even that, like, you know, that type of exposure, they don't need that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure a lot of people understand the the prevalence of, of, of predators on uh, social media. I mean, they have rooms there, they, they create fake identities, they go in and they can take pictures of whatever they want because so many people put their life up on social media. Uh, that would be my big fear. Exactly. And once again, um, how much damage can a four year, you know, a four year old do? Uh, it's limited, even though it is, uh, still potentially damaging. But when you get a child to think that this is normal, it just makes them less, um, I guess, sensitive to the possible risks and they can become, uh, too comfortable with it. And again, as, as they get more able to expose more or to exchange more, uh, they will be doing it. And, you know, they, they we know that, um, with iPads and everything, there's all these programs where they can encourage kids to buy things. So yeah. that as well, get them into that. And I mean, you know, any parent, if they download these apps for the kids and the kid ends up costing the parent a lot of money, even though there's safeguards, then the parent deserves it because you're just setting your kid up for disaster. Do you find in your practice that you're dealing with seeing kids who have had way too much exposure for way too long to social media, to the internet, YouTube, stuff like that? Are you starting to see those kinds of cases? Oh, for sure, except that uh, they're not that young. Um, you know, they're, they're a bit older, they're teens, preteens, um, but they are accessing it. And, um, you know, it, it, because it's so mobile, that's the important yeah. thing. It's so easy for them just to carry it around. I mean, I've got to watch out my, for my kids as well. My youngest one, um, you know, she loves to just grab the iPad when we're not looking, and she's watching her favorite shows on YouTube. Now, they're not, I mean, they're always kid-friendly, but the fact is she's doing that rather than reading or going outside. So we have to be vigilant. And, yes, I'm seeing this with very many 
having kids. And, you know, in those cases, not necessarily bad parents because kids are sneaky. Um, but, you know, we, even in the best case scenario, kids are going to try to, uh, to, you know, use these as much as they can. So why are parents going to facilitate that by saying, hey, have, you know, Facebook Messenger at the age of four? Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy to me, but... Uh, we'll, we'll it's, it's, it's despicable um, that uh, anyone on Facebook would design this. And like I said, I, I, I don't want to sound too cynical, but truly, they're just trying to get a market share. It's like, you know, advertising cigarettes to 12-year-olds is the same idea. Yeah, yeah, I tend to agree. Uh, thanks so much. Thank you. Have a great night, Alex. That's uh, Dr. Orn Amate joining us tonight. You can get him at DocAmate.com.